generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Too many of us signed up to a KiwiSaver plan without much thought. And signing up is great, but if you've never got advice before, you could be missing out. Your KiwiSaver account could become one of your biggest assets over your lifetime. That's why getting expert advice early and ensuring you're in the right fund is so worthwhile. Generate have a team of KiwiSaver advisors available to help. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no obligation meeting. They can even come to you. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited, and of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome in, you are listening to another episode, another lesson from Money Mail, keepthechange.co.nz. Five star this for us, please, wherever you're listening, put it on your socials, help us grow and help 100,000 people get better at financial literacy and take some learning into their own hands, learn some of the things that they wish they were taught when they were growing up. Week number 55, what colour Air New Zealand lolly is your favourite? I can probably guess it is the red one, isn't it? Maybe it's the green one. The Keep the Change podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts. We know that because you're probably listening to it over there or maybe on Spotify. I have to go and check the split between Spotify and Apple. It has been good to see hundreds of people already tuning into the audio version of Money Mail. These episodes have been listened to over 2,000 times so far, which is pretty cool. Recently, I was traveling down country and I got to the airport early. That means I get the laptop out and rip into some mahi. The beautiful well, curse for some, with my business, is that I can basically dress up like that backpack kid and have my business wherever I need it. Laptop, phone, internet, off we go. The backpack kid was that dance rage for a bit on the old social platforms. I never mastered that flossing, but hopefully some of you did. It wasn't too many years ago that I believed that the Coro Lounge was only for really rich people or the elite, whatever shit you'd been taught growing up. I had to unlearn that education. I took a membership pre that worldwide virus thing because I was traveling so much and could justify the price of an annual membership very, very easily. I hadn't renewed my membership since that virus as I didn't have much travel planned. Then I found myself at the airport at short notice. I sat at the airport in the departure area looking at the lounge door and thought, I'm definitely not traveling as much as before, but I should probably pay some self-tax here. That's where, for me, I pay for things that I don't necessarily need, intend on buying or think are worth the price. Why the hell would you do that, Luke? Well, Air New Zealand lost a billion dollars of revenue with the virus, and I really, really rate their service and business as a whole, so I want to see that continue into the future. I went online, spent 600 odd bucks and renewed my membership, wandered over, scanned straight in, grabbed a snack, coffee, and took the backpack off. You see, I think there are times where we need to think bigger picture and support the things that we care about rather than what else could I do with this $600? Probably invest it or not spend it. 
but that $600 will make itself back in some way. I've learnt so much about business from studying different areas of Air New Zealand and their own business model. When you become committed to learning, you start to want to repay those who have taught you. It's a subtle change you notice within yourself. Air New Zealand weren't hounding me to renew. I did it because ultimately I value what they bring to my life and I'm going to need their help in the future, so I should find ways to help them along the way too. I actually finished this email from the Kura Lounge this morning as I head down country for the day. The first time I used the lounge, it was like a, I was like a brand new club. Uh, it was like a brand new club I finally had access to. Excitement levels were high for this young lad from Dannyburg. We didn't have an airport, let alone a Cora lounge in Dannyburg. Who would I see? What could I eat? Who would I meet? I sat down with the laptop, had a muffin, and the place was rammed as they were renovating the soon-to-be-finished lounge. A couple of politicians were left without a seat, so I ended up giving up my seat for them. So that, to do some work, and I went back out to the normal everyday departure lounge. An anticlimax, but you don't want politicians standing around looking for seats. You want them doing some bloody work, don't you? I don't self-tax myself to pay them. They do that to me themselves. Go well this weekend, Luke. P.S. You're one of 3,811 recipients. Did you know, in 2020, Air New Zealand were leaking around $175 million per month in April, May and June spending well beyond their means. A scary place to be for any business or household. So $175 million cash burn in April, May and June. I didn't want to put the term cash burn in the email. I wasn't sure that people would know what that means. But basically, you are burning $175 million in cash every month just to stay in business, which is... uh, a lot of money to be going out the door beyond what you uh, are bringing in. So that's what it was costing them. Well, that's what they were basically losing uh, each month in terms of cash. So they were needing to um, fund $175 million of running and operating that business out of their own cash reserves. Very, very scary place to be for poor old Air New Zealand during the pandemic. But not everyone had sympathy for Air New Zealand, and we will learn about that in week number 56 as well. Uh, but I just wanted to explain the concept of self-tax, and that's where sometimes I see this you know, myself, but other people as well. They'll pay for things that they don't necessarily want or need or that they won't use purely to support things because they're thinking bigger picture. And the lounge was something that, for me, I didn't really need access to it. I didn't need to spend that money. Perhaps I could have invested it. Perhaps I could have done something else with it. Um, But I look at it as, okay, now it's my role to try and find out how can I make that valuable for me? What ways can I make it work for me? Who can I meet in there? Who can I have a conversation with? How can I recover that cost? And the fact that I now don't buy meals at the airport because I'm eating in the, in the lounge, you know, that's part of the way to recover it. But I will meet someone in there that will open another chapter for my life um, and I'll continue to study the way that Air New Zealand do things. I think they, they've got a tremendous business in the fact that they are always trying to upsell to people, they're always trying to bolt on a bit of margin in terms of, do you want to pay for movies? Do you want to order some food on the flight? Do you want to pick your seat and pay $10 for it? 
do you want to join our elite Quora membership? They've got all these different things that only really smart businesses figure out how to introduce and do them well, and they seem to do it quite often. So hats off to them, but of course a very, very tough time for them to be uh, trying to stay on top of business. But this is more focused on self-tax and what that is, and you might have things in your life that you pay for because you want to support it and you want to be closer to it, you want to be a part of it, you believe in what people are doing, you believe in what someone's teaching, you just think that it's worthwhile transferring your resources and your money to them because you see value in what they do. So that's different for all of us. Often people will fund things that are going on in their community because they want to see them continue and that's how often you'll see things like a church perhaps needing money for repairs or a historic site in a city having to be closed down and people come out of the woodwork and go, actually, I'm going to self-tax myself here. I'm going to give you some of my money and I'm not obliged to. I haven't been forced to, but I want to see this continue and I want to be a part of it and I want to feel like I can make a difference with it. So um, something that, you know, not, not, not something that I've come up with, it's just something that I've seen happen and something that I do at times myself and just put a term on it, calling it self-tax. Week number 55, there you go, something different for you. We'll see you in week number 56 when we look at people that are closed-minded, hopefully not you. <laughs>